0: One Thing. Welcome to the One Thing podcast. On this platform, we ask pain researchers one simple question. What's the one thing you want people challenged by pain to know about? Today's episode features Professor Christine Chambers from Dalhousie University. One Thing. So Christine, what's the one thing that you want people who are challenged by pain to know about?
1: I think the one big thing I want people to know about is just the power of partnership. So often in pain research and practice, people are working in silos. They're working in isolation, whether they're a scientist in a lab, health professionals working in a clinic, uh, patients who are suffering with pain. Um, I think the real the real magic happens when all of those silos are collapsed and people work in partnership together.
0: Yeah, cool. So what what do you think that looks like for someone who's, yeah, who's got pain? Does that mean they're a participant in a study or? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think initially, uh, you know, when the field of pain research was starting, that's how we thought about patients as participants in research. And over the last decade or so, there has been such a strong movement towards engaging patients more Um, as equals in the research process. So um, having patients drive research agendas and having researchers actually engage with patients, not just thinking about them as participants, but thinking of them as partners, um, which I think has really had a transformative impact on how we approach research and why we do research, and also uh, having an impact on transforming care uh, so that care is not just thought of as something that's delivered to patients but rather co-created and um, empowering patients and um, so I, I think that's really a, a difference in the sort of hierarchy of, of types of collaboration
0: yeah and so if if there's a researcher or a clinician listening who who wants to get a patient involved how do they do that and also, if there's a patient listening or someone challenged by pain, how do they get involved in this kind of partnership?
1: Right. So um, this move towards patient-oriented research and engaging patients as partners is something that, um, at least in Canada, has been really heavily promoted by the Canadian Institutes of Health Research's strategy for patient-oriented research. And so in Canada, we have um, support centres that are uh, distributed across Canada that actually facilitate matching um, patients with researchers, so uh, and training and supporting researchers who uh, want to engage and work with patients. Certainly in our own organization, Solutions for Kids in Pain, which is a national knowledge mobilization network that is putting research into practice, we have a registry. Um, where patients can register as patient partners so that we can link them with activities and events and opportunities to engage. Uh, So I think there is increasingly more infrastructure to help facilitate some of this matching, Um, but it is new uh, in a lot of areas of research and is changing the way we think about how patients and, and researchers and clinicians work together.
0: Yeah, sure. And and can you expand more on the benefits of why it's important to do this? Yeah, What's the added benefit of having um, those silos broken down?
1: Yeah, so my first experience engaging with patients as partners um, as a researcher was when we created our It Doesn't Have to Hurt initiative. And, you know, really our goal in that initiative was to... Um, disseminate research findings to parents, but we wanted to do it in ways that parents were driving. And so through creating social media content, where we had evidence weaved into uh, social media videos and social media posts, it was quite interesting because Canadian parents drove the initiative in terms of telling us what they wanted to hear about children's pain The scientists provided the background, but then we leveraged the power of parents' social media networks to share. So through their empowerment in the project, Canadian parents became the primary disseminators of evidence-based knowledge about children's pain. So that's just one example of how, you know, I had been doing research on, you know, and seemingly for uh, parents and families of children in pain, but it was the first time that I really um, ask parents to sit at the table with me and tell me what they wanted to hear about, tell me how they wanted to hear it, and engage their advice and support in sharing that.
0: Fantastic. That's excellent. And and how far does this go? I I mean, do they become co-authors on papers? Or, yeah, at what point does a a patient kind of, where's their level of involvement?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's no limit to how patients can be engaged. Uh, yes, they can be authors on papers. Uh, they can be co-presenters at conferences. I think one of the best keynotes I ever gave was delivered um, in um, coordination with a patient partner. She and I shared uh, the, the platform and, um, you know, we're able to weave our narratives together Uh, We've had patients, um, you know, uh, advised on guideline committees and um, increasingly even the North American Pain School that I serve as assistant director of, we um, engaged patients um, as um, participants so that our research trainees could learn about the value of patient partnership in an early stage So I think there's really no, um, no limit to how patients can be engaged. And even some of my basic science colleagues, I advise them like, why don't you invite a patient to your lab meetings? Um, You know, at conferences, let's have patients present. Patients can become um, judges of posters and, um, you know, engage with research trainees and their research that really helps get research trainees thinking about the power of working hand in hand with, with patients.
0: Yeah, great. Where's the next step for people? Where where can people find out more about um, this uh, patient-oriented research?
1: Well, certainly they can learn more about how we've been doing it in children's pain research by visiting our uh, Solutions for Kids in Pain website. So it's uh, kidsinpain.ca. Um, and there are different um, opportunities to learn about patient-oriented research. In Canada, I mentioned, I mentioned the Canadian Institutes of Health Research Strategy for Patient-Oriented Research. I'll also give a shout out to Katie Burney. Um, who's a new faculty member at the University of Calgary who has been leading some really fascinating work um, called Partnering for Pain, uh, in where which she's had youth and uh, families uh, actually uh, co I guess co develop or co design uh, research priorities in the area of children's pain. So I think there's lots of, of good examples out there and increasingly publications on. How to properly compensate patients for their engagement in research and how to acknowledge them as authors. This is a fast-moving field.
0: Thank you so much for your time,
1: Christine. Great. Thanks for having me. One thing.
0: For more information about one thing, all of the video and podcast content, or to nominate a speaker for next season, check out one org. That's one thing dot p-a-i-n-s-c-i dot org or search one thing on social media platforms